Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. All right, welcome back into Pad the Stats fantasy football podcast. It's time to talk some wide receivers. Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase, and Jalen Waddle to start off the show, Pat. Um, The three kind of headliners at the wide receiver position in this upcoming draft and what is a, a filled one, completely loaded, especially at the wide receiver position. So why not start off with the big guns? And uh, how about we start off with the Heisman Trophy winner, Devonta Smith. Pat, tell me uh, tell me what you like, what stands out about Devonta Smith. Uh, let's start off with him, some of his strengths, weaknesses, and uh, where we think he fits in well at the next level. Yeah, I mean, one of his biggest strengths, he uh, he won the Heisman. I mean, that's that's impressive. He's you know the first wide receiver to win the Heisman in in a long time. What like twenty years? Yeah, about twenty years. I mean, that doesn't happen. It's just something that we don't see from the wide receiver position. I mean, it's a weird year, but he had a very impressive season. He's he's uh, you know he's he does it very uh, differently than a lot of people. He's not a big guy. He's very lanky. I mean, every time you watch him, you're just kind of sitting there like. How is this guy like this good at wide receiver? You watch him and it's just he's he's skin and bones. He's he's small. He's or he's not small. He's 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 got a low well, BMI. He's skinny. Yeah, he's skinny. But he he's he's a very impressive wide receiver. He really he really goes up to get the ball well. You know, he he high points the ball the ball quite well. Um, he's a big play threat. You know, he works really well in space in terms of like beating zone coverages, that kind of thing. Um, he, uh, I mean, from what I've seen, he's, uh, he's a, he's a top receiver. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he's definitely a top receiver. Um, you know, we're talking about one of the, the different type of players. Um, the, one of the more special players in this draft, I think different is one of the best ways to put it. Like you said, he's just got, he has a very unique build. This is a guy who's very skinny. You look at him, you're not expecting him to do the things on the field that he does, but he finds ways to make plays. And it seems like when the ball's in the air, it's really not a 50-50 ball. It's more like it's it's Devontae Smith's ball, uh, especially in the end zone and, and near the red zone. Um, so if you want a guy who is going to to just make plays and score touchdowns, and do AJ Green like things, uh, at least early in his career uh, with Andy Dalton. That that this is the kind of guy that you're going to get uh, that can spread the field, that is going to uh, work very well. Um, you know, stretching the field on deep crossers and underneath routes against zone coverages. I worry a little bit about what he's going to be as a man beater, especially if you get a big physical corner that can that can press him on the boundaries and can work him a little bit and, and take him off of his game where he works so well in open spaces because he, he he does have that small, thin build. So if you're thinking about a guy like a like a like a Sherman or a Pat or a Jalen Ramsey, guys that, that can get up in his grill a little bit and not let him get going. But man, he's so explosive that it's almost like, well, he's gonna get going. Eventually he's gonna get his. Um, don't I? I mean, don't overthink this one. This kid's going to be an absolute star, in my opinion, at the next level. Um, I don't. We'll, we'll talk about the other guys. I'm not sure he's my number one at this point, Pat. Uh, but all in all, uh, you know, Devonta Smith's got everything that you want, um, and he's going to be a t- uh, you know a top probably five pick in your rookie drafts. 
even in a format like ours where we're in a super flex league with two QBs, um, Pat, I think we anticipate him going in the top, probably the top five, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe not the top five in a super flex, but uh, I would expect him to go pretty high, you know, within the top three wide receivers, no doubt. Uh, he's, like you said, man, he's really impressive. But I, I do worry, uh, like you said, with some with how he'll deal with physicality. You know, he doesn't seem like the best yak guy. He's he's good at it. Like, he's def- he definitely has speed and, in, 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 like, surprising speed at that but he's not to me he doesn't look very like agile trying to trying to evade guys and if you get him wrapped up he's going down like we said he's not the most powerful dude he definitely struggles trying to block people he's not the guy that's going to go out there and and lay out uh, a, a, a corner or safety but um he just finds ways to win it's it's impressive you know you say that he, you you're going to worry about him against physical corners but man he was he was he was the number one guy in Alabama and you know, like, you know, Jalen Waddle went down for most of the year who we're going to talk about, but, and Devonta just, just made it happen. Like he went out there every single game and was the, was, was one of the best players in the field, if not the best player on the field and nobody could stop him. You know, you can say that he's going to have tr- trouble against certain guys in the NFL, but he did not struggle at all in pretty much any game of this season against the SEC corners. And he, he went, didn't go against guys who were slacking. So I don't have really much trouble projecting him to the next level. I think he's going to be a stud wherever he goes. Maybe he, he needs to put on a little bit of weight, but you know, he's going to be good. Yeah, and you mentioned that speed. Um, I don't think he's a guy who's going to run a four three five. He's probably going to run more like a four four eight, yeah, yeah. Uh, four five, something like that, in my opinion. But when he puts on the pads, he plays at a different speed. And no, he isn't like the Jalen Waddle type, like we'll talk about in a minute, where he he's got that. You you put him one on one with a defender, and there's a lot of shake and bake and a lot of explosiveness off that first step. It's not the same. He's a little bit more of a long strider. But I'm telling you, if you get him, get him in the open field with the ball in his hands, I mean, the the kid just makes plays. It, or without the ball in his hands, before the ball's thrown to him, he just creates space. He's he really like does. Te- he's kind of like a technician too. Like he 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 really works his routes very well. I was very impressed with how he ran his routes, and he seems to have very good understanding of of the technicalities when it comes to route running. So I think that was another strong point of his game too. Yeah. So uh, all good things with Devonta Smith. Um, you're going to be very happy if you if you draft him and uh well I'm a little bit I'm a little bit upset because I'm not sure he's going to get to me at 9. So I had three first round picks. Uh I had traded one of my first round picks in a package deal to get Alvin Kamara. I traded another pick to get Joe Mixon um earlier in the season, midway through the season I think at some point. Uh the Mixon thing, I got him, and then he never. Well, that that's a whole nother story. I don't even need to go there. But the moral of the story, I, I had three first round picks two years ago. I traded uh, Chris Godwin for a first round pick. Of course, then he blew up, and then he was more worth more than a first round pick. There goes my <laughs> luck. But I'm shooting for a title. We do. Uh, I think we mentioned this on the podcast before, where we do cycles. So this is uh, this. We just finished our third season. We do cycles in terms of three years so every third year we crown a dynasty champion we give them the trophy blah 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 well we're about to enter our second cycle and i have a team that's that's you have one of the top two teams so you're you're looking to to kind of cash in these next three years and you know you kind of were going out to get it and really trying to put your chips on the table instead of trying to wait for these guys to develop and uh it's going to be nice picking i have two picks right in front of your first pick i have seven and eight 
uh, as well as number three. So I'm going to be, I'm, I'm kind of one of the bottom feeders right now. So I'm going to really looking to build this team up uh, going into the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Rub it in. Uh, it, yeah. It sucks. Cause I, I had the option, right? So <clears throat> it's funny whenever I traded for Camara to Dave, uh, instead of what I should have done was I should have done the conditional pick, right? So I had two picks. I had my pick and I had Mitchell's first round pick. And we were heading into the playoffs and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to bet on myself. Give him, uh, give him uh, Your pick. my my pick thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to make a run in the playoffs and then maybe he'll have nine or 10. Well, it turns out I got bounced in the play-in game and <clears throat> he ends up getting the sixth pick. I get the ninth pick. Of course, you have the seventh, eighth picks, which I hate because you're one of the best players in this damn league. So now I'm stuck behind you after two picks of you. So I would have had, I think, picks four, I think four, six, and nine is what I would have had. Anyway, so I'm not going to get Devonta Smith, with, which I don't think I'm going to get Devonta Smith, which I'm pretty bummed about. But but yeah, this kid is is just, he is a difference maker, just flat out. Um, some of the measurables on him, 6'1", 173, 9 and 3 eighths inch hands, 31 and a half inch arms. The 2020 numbers off the charts, 117 catches, 856 yards, uh, eight, 18, 856, 1856, 23 touchdowns. So Devonta Smith, a uh, surefire first-round pick in your dynasty draft. Going to be interesting to see where he winds up in the NFL. Some think it might be Miami. Uh, there are some other landing spots that could be interesting there, so we'll see what happens with him, but we like him a lot. Pat, let's talk uh, – l- well, why don't we stick with Alabama yeah. and let's just talk Jalen Waddle next. Now, this is a totally different type of player. This is your kind of guy. This is 100% my kind of guy, a guy who, after the catch, is – I, you know what I love about him is how balanced and under control and explosive he is. So when he catches the ball, say, in the flat on a quick out, when he has time to set up a defender and get his feet underneath him, those the burst that he can create to make a move and plant and go and make a guy miss is exceptional. Where Devonta is more of your, your stretch the field, hit the big plays, can make catches all over the field. Waddle is a... He's a big play receiver. He's very explosive, but he can do things in the short to intermediate areas of the field and after the catch that I just, I just fall in love with. He's fun to watch, man. Like you, you, you kind of like just sit there and you just like make noise. You're like, oh man, like you just, you just get giddy whenever you watch him play. Like his ability to, to not only accelerate from a, from a dead stop, but slow down and stop from a full sprint is just ridiculous. The guy has amazing feet. Like he'll, he'll make guys miss not only in a phone booth, but like standing on a dime. Like it's, 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 it's wild. Like you, like you got to go watch him, watch his highlight film, watch his games. Another thing I do love about him is, I mean, his, what you've seen in the, in his punt return game, you know, there's, I've seen a lot of, a lot of stats and a lot of, uh, a lot of analysis. that says the guys who have been as successful as a punt returner in college that translate very, that translates very well to the NFL game and their ability to become top receivers because they have that ability to make plays after the catch. And he is electric in the punt return game as well. In the kick return game, it, he's just, he's a playmaker. Now we've seen this, we've seen this a lot. You know, you say, oh man, the, the fast guy, the John Ross, you know, the Henry Ruggs. I mean, I still like Ruggs, but you know, those guys that are like burners, but you know, they just never become anything in the league. He's different. 
he is he's built he's put together much much better he's he's a little stockier he's not just this this you know tight coiled small guy he's he he's an impressive specimen he's very he's like i said he's well put together and uh i i'm really impressed with his game what i love about him too is he has that powerful speed you can tell he's a 60 meter sprinter you know what i mean this is a guy who just gets gets going so so quickly so you know if he's if he's working the middle of the field on a comeback route on a hitch on on you know any sort of uh you know dig where he catches the ball and then it has to make a decision and you have safeties or corners closing in on him i mean if he has a lane he is gone he he is literally gone he can go from stop to go so fast and get up to top speed so quickly and what that top speed is so fast uh he's just such an explosive and electric game breaker my question is does he profile as a number one don't think he absolutely needs to but he's not like jamar chase and he's not like devonta smith uh those guys i think are your kind of surefire can plug and play as a number one outside receiver but you can also move them all over the formation i think maybe with waddle you have to be a little bit more creative in ways you can get him the ball and perhaps that limits the successes he has in certain landing spots perhaps he goes somewhere where he uh just doesn't really get to shine um does he do well in a place like like Las Vegas? I, I don't know. Does he do well in a place like Miami? I don't. I mean, it's tough to say. I mean, the guy is a game breaker, but I could see him not having the same successes as a Devonta Smith as a Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, where they can just be kind of team proof. I guess you could say. Yeah, I actually, I actually really like him in Miami. You know, you already got Preston Williams there. You got. Um... Uh, what's his name? Devonte Parker. You know, you got two bigger guys on the outside. If you can get, if you get Jalen Waddle in the slot, you know, I think that would be pretty dangerous, especially with two, kind of give a guy for two, to kind of hit across the middle. And since he's played with them already, he's got a little bit of, um, you know, he's got a little bit of chemistry with him. Uh, I mean, I do worry about him dealing with press, dealing with physical corners. You know, he is, he, while he is built pretty well, he's still a smaller guy. Um, you know, and, and that's not something you see a lot at Alabama, especially with him. You know, he was playing in the slot quite a bit. Um, I didn't see him being pressed too much or dealing with physicality very well. So it, it, these guys, and this is something with this, with Devonta too, is these guys just kind of run all over the field and things are open all the time. It's just that Alabama offense just manages to create, uh, open passing windows. And it's, it's just schemed up very well to the point where these, a lot of these times, these guys don't. You don't really see them have to make catches that are contested, that are that are you know in traffic because they just don't have to. So that's something we're going to need to see when we get to the next level. I saw him make some nice catches, you know, some some jump ball catches, some contested catches, but it's not something I saw a ton of yet. So I don't want to say he can't do it, but I haven't seen it yet, you know. So that'll be something to see. Yeah, you talk about the frame, five ten, one eighty two. Uh, we don't have officials. I don't have officials on hand size, arm size, anything like that, um, unless you have that. But I don't think we. No, we, we didn't see him yet. I don't think we do. Uh, yeah, the 2019 season, he had at least this is what I think. I wrote down 33 catches for 560 and six touchdowns in 2019. 2020 got cut short because of that ankle foot injury, obviously. Um, we'll see. I don't think that's going to linger. I don't think you need to worry about that when you're going in to draft him. Keep an eye out on his recovery if we hear anything. But overall, I don't think that's going to hinder kind of where he goes in the draft or hinder his, uh, you know, what he was before the injury or anything like that. Um, so if, if look, here's the thing. 
in my opinion, if there's a guy who is a little bit lower on the odds list, not slightly lower, <laughs> still decent odds to be the number one receiver, the number one game breaker in this NF- in this draft class, this is the guy to put your chips on, in my opinion. I mean, he the the way he can get up to top speed, the way he can just completely game the <laughs> break the game open with his explosiveness. Um, I haven't seen anybody quite like it. We'll talk about guys like Kadarius Tony, who we really like, who's very quick, has very good feet. Um, Rondell Moore's a little bit like that, but this guy is just flat out different. So Jalen Waddle really, really, really love what I saw on tape. And, uh, man, if I could get my hands on him, I would be in love, but another guy, I'm not so confident I'll get him at nine. I mean, honestly, you know, I've been doing some some mocks for our league, and I, and I think he might be a guy you could get depending on who I take at uh, seven and eight. So you'll get the you'll get the uh, my my uh, the whatever I I don't go for, but I think it's still. I mean, this draft is ridiculous. I still think you're going to be getting top tier talent at fifteen, sixteen. So <laughs> I think it's going to be wild. I, I love this guy. You know, he was the guy that I had kind of saved to want to watch. You know, I kind of looked at his tape, and I'm like is he in that top three, you know, before I'd watch, I heard people saying he was, but then I watched his tape and I'm like, okay, yes, this is a, this is a class of three in terms of that top tier. You know, I love guys like Bateman. I love guys like Marshall, uh, Kadarius, but they're not on the, these, the, this, these three guys levels. And uh, Waddle is certainly a guy I think and expect to go in the top 15. And I could see him being the first guy off the board, honestly. Dude, 100% agree. When I went into this, I knew that Smith and Jamar Chase were in on that level just based off what other people were saying, but I didn't think Waddle was going to be in that tier. And then I w- put on the tape, and we're looking at each other like, this dude's in that tier. Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I was watch, like, you know, I was kind of like watching out of the corner of my eye, and I could see that that little <laughs> that little twinkle in your eye. You know, I know I know your players after three years of doing with this with you, and and I'm like, yeah, this is this is gonna be one of Swanee's guys. So it's funny. I mean, yeah, I you know I drafted DJ Moore. Uh, I drafted well Terry McLaurin's a little bit different. That was a third round pick, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I mean, I drafted Debo. Yep, Debo. I, I like, LaVisca. I just, I just like Lavisca. So I just like guys that can do a lot after the catch. Tend to be bulls in the open field. Can uh, like to play a little bit physical, but also very quick and very fast players. Um, so yeah, that, that is my type of guy, no doubt about it. And I like Jalen Waddle a lot. So Pat, let me ask you this: Are you ready to put Jalen Waddle as the best Alabama receiver? I am not. I still like. I still think I'm. I'm, I'm still with Devonta here. Um, but it's it's a razor thin margin. I think it, you can really interchange any of these three guys. I mean, maybe the guy we're going to talk about next, I might have a, on a little bit higher of a pedestal. But honestly, it's going to really come down to draft capital for me. I like all three of these guys. They offer all different things. But it. it I like again. Like I said, I think it, they're all close enough for me that whatever whoever drafts them and win whatever order they go is going to be the big decider all right let's talk about the most complete receiver in my opinion the most smooth most put together the most balanced and under control receiver that i've seen so far and that's jamar chase jamar chase has a knack for getting open and making plays he is a guy that i think can win in a lot of different ways 
He can win on the outside. He can win in the slot. And I mentioned he's just an under-control player, and that's one of my favorite things about him is he just seems so... The, it just, to me, it feels like the moment is never too big for this kid. He is always prepared to make plays in big moments. He always shows up. I mean, the, the 2019 season will go down in history as one of the better offenses in college football. The rapport and the connection that he had with Joe Burrow, where he balled out for 84 catches, 1,780 yards, 20 touchdowns. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but Pat... This kid has a very, very good instincts, very, very good feel for the game. He just seems to create enough separation to make plays, kind of like A.B. Um, I think he is the best, the most prepared player in this draft to face man coverage at the next level, especially tight man coverage. He can play on the outside. He can release at the line of scrimmage. He uses his hands very well at the line of scrimmage to get off of corners, when whether he's breaking inside, whether he's setting up outside. I love the way that he creates uh, throwing lanes for the quarterback for, especially down the field. This kid knows how to work the field where he gives his quarterback throws along the boundary. He doesn't run, you know, run to a point where he's not giving his quarterback a place to put the ball down the field either, which is crucial. A lot of guys don't don't use the the field well enough in those scenarios, especially down the field. I think he's just very, very good. Uh, again, I think that goes back to the feel for the game. Um, quick hands, a couple of the other notes I wrote about him, just snatches the ball out of the air, um, you know, easily. Um, I, I just, I think he's just good at everything. Route running, I think he dictates routes well by kind of throttling up steadily in his routes um, and then separating there's not a lot I don't like about Jamar Chase. No, I mean I I agree with you. He he does everything well, and he's he, he kind of the word for him is complete. You know, I don't have many things in my cons column. Like you know, he I, he he doesn't show much effort blocking in in my opinion. But that's it. You know, he, I saw a couple drops that I was a little concerned about. But it's not like he has he has trouble catching the ball. It's just sometimes he'll he'll put it on the turf. You know, some you see some receivers do, but. Uh, he almost makes things, he almost makes it look boring. You know, he, he, he make he's, it's everything so fluid. He does things without really a lot of effort, it seems. And you kind of watch his tape and you're like, I mean, ho-hum almost just because he just does it and it, it doesn't make it look flashy. It just makes it look like he's out there just doing it again. Now a certain, I mean, not to say that he doesn't have any spectacular catches or things that he let your, that makes you jump out of your seat, but it's almost like, and, and with Joe Burrow too, putting putting the ball on there, like you know, on the spot for him. You know, he's I still love Joe Burrow. He's my you know my my dynasty quarterback, so I gotta love him. But uh, what Chase does is 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 he does everything well. Like he runs very good routes. He really really well. Uh, he does a, he uh, he adjusts the ball very well whenever it's in the air and and make and shows the ability to go up and get it and make spectacular catches um like i said i i i don't have no doubts in him becoming a top nfl wide receiver i think you could really put him on any team and he would thrive uh, he's your prototypical number one wide receiver in almost any offense any concerns with opting out this year i mean i do have a little bit of concerns you know you got to 
I don't, I can't ask his coaches how much of a workout warrior he is. That's something that, you know, teams are going to have to try to find in, to look into. You know, you kind of hear some mullings about Micah Parsons being a guy that is not exactly, you know, has some off the field issues, has some commitment issues. Uh, I mean, not to shit on, on, on Micah, but like, th- those are the things that I like that I don't, I can't really know. Like, is he a guy that was all off season working on his route running, working on his game, working on his technique, putting on good good muscle, trying to work on his speed. You know, is is he out there? Because if he was, if he was working with one of like you know one of the top guys in terms of you know wide receiver training, he could even look better than what we saw at LSU and and have really had a productive off season. But those are things you can't really know. So like unless we hear things uh, like on on Twitter, hearing beat reporters and hearing uh, your your like you know guys like like Matt Miller or, or, um, or Shefty saying that like, Oh man, like this guy, uh, he's having some problems or he didn't really work out in the off season very well. That's not something you're really going to be able to know. So I don't know how really to put stock into that. Yeah. Last time we saw him, uh, kid put together pretty well, six, one, 200. Um, I mentioned the numbers from 2019. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a ton of concerns about the opt out, but, Unless we, like you said, unless we hear something kind of negative come out, I guess that's the only point where we're going to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Should we be taking this kid where we're taking him? Um, but overall, yeah, again, it, a lot of this depends on where these kids go. I say this every time about where they're drafted. Are we going to take Waddle over Chase or Chase over Devonta Smith? Or And right now, I think, Pat, our consensus number one out of these three is Jamar Chase at this point. Yeah, he's my number one. I mean, I don't think there's really a question. He's a guy I don't have many, like I said, many questions about. So, And, you know, with Waddle, with Devonta, there are things I'm like, I look at him like, oh, you know, like th- th- he could have trouble with this or that. Like Jamar Chase, I don't see that. I just see a complete receiver in my eyes, a guy that does basically everything good to great. Um, I mean, maybe he's not the best yards after the catch. You know, he's not like he's not Waddle with yards after the catch. Not to me to say he's not really good at it, but he's not elite there. I don't think. But you know, otherwise, like he's he's really good. He's really good. I don't have any concerns with him. I think he's going to be good no matter where he goes. One of these guys that's almost like a lock for me. Besides, if we hear that uh, he's had some off the field issues, um, you know, I, I this is where I think it's very important to kind of create tiers whenever you're watching your rankings. Because you don't want to, you don't want to get to the point where like a guy falls, like say, you know, Kadarius Tony gets drafted by the Chiefs, like, and oh my God, I would love that. That would be just a game game breaker. That would be a cheat code. You're not, you don't want to take Kadarius Tony over one of these guys. Like to me, like you got to create your tiers and your ranks to say, okay, like guys can move around within this tier, but I'm not gonna really put anybody that from like a lower tier is not gonna jump into here unless like you know like. I mean, even then I say, like, you know, what if Devonta Smith, like the Ravens trade up for Devonta Smith, I would be heartbroken. But I almost still feel like looking at guys like like A.J. Brown from two years ago, who we said we love. He was a lock to be good. But he went to the Titans and then I dropped him. And look at him now. He's still balling. I, I guess, you know, you could say, oh, man, you know, Tannenhill went there. And that, wow, that was a big thing. But, you know, good players find a way to be good. So, just that's why I like the tier ranking system and trying to say, okay, I'm going to move guys within this tier, but don't try to don't get cute. Yeah. Excellent point. So for me, Jamar chase is kind of my overall best packaged receiver. Jalen Waddle is my most explosive game breaking receiver at this point. 
and Devonta Smith is kind of that all around um, playmaker. Just that you're you're again. I kind of like AJ Green as a comp. I know they're not they're not built kind of really the same. AJ Green's a little taller, a little bit bigger, but uh, I I see I see some of the downfield stuff being similar. I think that he's going to provide that at the next level, and I hope he goes somewhere with a quarterback who's going to push the ball down the field. I saw some today on Twitter, actually. It was like, I don't know if it was like an AMA or like an Ask Me Anything where Devonta Smith was answering some questions from fans. And I saw like, like who you who you guys like you really want to like model your game after who you or who you really like in the NFL. And he, and he mentioned uh, Keenan Allen and he mentioned Devonte Adams. And I know Devonte Adams had a quite a year, but I, I, I think those are guys that, you know, he could really if he can become one of like those kind of guys, it'd be great. You know, I think, and he has very, some similarities in his game to them. So uh, I think those are good comps or good kind of similarities in terms of their, their play styles. Um, okay. Let me ask you this. If, if say one of these guys, who do you think out of these guys would be best suited to play to uh, excel and be a very, what am I trying to say? Have their max, fantasy value with a quarterback like a Tua Tugavailoa like we saw this year or a Teddy Bridgewater type quarterback? I mean, in, in in Miami, like I said, I would really like them to get Waddle. You know, they have the guy, they have the big guys on the outside, Preston Preston Williams and, and Devontae Parker. I think Waddle would really fit well there. Um, if you're talking about like a guy like Teddy, um, I think Jamar. I mean, I think Jamar Chase would fit well with him. You know, he's not a guy that is really looking to put the ball down the field a lot. So I think you want a guy who just kind of is very proficient at everything uh, to go with him. Although I don't think Carolina exactly goes wide receiver, um, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, definitely. I'm not even saying that they do, but I'm just kind of yeah. trying to think of some comps. Um, we talked about Jalen Waddle even in like San Francisco and how much fun. How much fun that would be uh, with Debo and obviously Kittle. Um, that would be a really fun one too. So oh, don't the, forget about Ayuk. Yeah, well, yeah, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, how can I forget? I mean, we didn't think that he was going to be quite to this level, especially as a rookie. I know you didn't. I hated him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ayuk really, yeah. I mean, that offense could be really good. They add another guy like Waddle, could just really take them over the top. They just need a quarterback now to kind of help them out. Um but yeah, those are our top three guys. Well, the top three kind of consensus guys to this point. Obviously, we have a lot of other receivers to get through, and then we'll do a complete rankings breakdown at the end. But thanks, everybody, for listening into our first wide receiver podcast of 2020. This is an exciting draft with a lot of really great prospects at the skill position, and we're excited to break them all down. So we'll talk to you next time on Pad the Stats. Bye-bye.